Hi, and welcome to Finding Your Way Through Therapy. I am your host, Steve Bissell. I'm an author and mental health counselor. Are you curious about therapy? Do you feel there is a lot of mystery about therapy? Do you wonder what your therapist is doing and why? The goal of this podcast is to make therapy and psychology accessible to all by using real language and straight-to-the-point discussions. This podcast wants to remind you to take care of your mental health, just like you would your physical health. Therapy should not be intimidating. It should be a great way to better health. I will demystify what happens in counseling, discuss topics related to mental health, and discussions you can have with your therapist. I also want to introduce psychology in everyday life, as I feel most of our lives are enmeshed in psychology. I want to introduce the subtle and not-so-subtle ways psychology plays a factor in our lives. It will be my own mix of thoughts as well as special guests. So join me on this discovery of therapy and psychology. Hi, and welcome to season two. Yes, season two, episode 14 of Finding Your Way Through Therapy. Thank you so much for supporting me through season one and sending out the well wishes. And I do appreciate it. And I know that I'm looking forward to season two. There's a lot of exciting stuff. But today I wanted to talk about something that has been in my office for several years. And it's something that I came up with a few years ago. Obviously, it's not all original, but it is the seven dirty words in my office. And this is a take on George Carlin's bit from years ago in regards to the seven dirty words. If you want to look it up, it's a great bit. But for me, the seven dirty words have to do with one particular thing, and that is conditionals. So let's start with the seven dirty words. So here they are. If, but, try, could, should, would, and probably. I use it as dirty words. I say swear words. And the reason why is that, you know, a well-placed fuck and other words like that are not a swear in my office, but using these words typically make my ears ring and my clients have learned to see my face cringe when I hear it too often. So why are conditionals and why is this a swear word? So let's talk about conditionals. Conditionals is that it's one thing contingent of something else. And when you think about all these words that I just talked about, they're contingent on something else. And they're also usually based on the future stuff. If I do this, then that. Or I could do this, but, or I can try to do this. And there's a lot of things that come up with that. I start off by talking about why this is harmful in therapy and my funny way to bring it up when people say too many of those words is I point to a sign that was made by my friend that I have in my office. And then when I look at the sign, I say, why did these dirty words in my office? And we talk a little bit about it, but I also tell people that if they're going to use those conditionals, next time they come in, I'm going to try to do therapy with them. And I think that that makes people react in a certain way about trying and certainly see it in a different way. If you look at my book, just plugging my book there for a second, in the first chapter, we talk, I talk about why I use that. So if you're interested, Finding a Way Through Therapy, available at Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, and other good bookstores online. So again, the conditionals are a hypothetical situation and the outcome on future events based on your own truth at that time. That's the definition that I found that was the best online, and I figured that I would share that. When I think about all these swear words, too, one of the things that is common is that they all contribute to a lot of things that are very difficult for human beings. What they contribute to is shame, anxiety, panic, and fear. So if you do, and I just did one, 
when you do use these words, if, but, try, could, should, would, probably, think about it. Does it create anxiety in you? Does it create shame in you? Does it create panic or fear in you? And if you say no, then I'm shocked that you say no, but ultimately they typically do. And that is why I always talk about how to avoid those words. I will not try to do therapy. I will do therapy. I don't want to say next week we'll do this, but no, I'll do this next week. I think that in life, we have to learn not to condition ourselves to debt. And, you know, I'm sure that you've heard the joke before. Don't should yourself to death and don't should all over yourself. And I'm sure that you've you heard all of those, but I always thought they were funny and very, very truthful in the sense that you don't want to do that at all. So where does this come from? Well, I'd like to tell you this is an original Steve, my own hypothetical thing. And I will put a copyright on it. Unfortunately, a lot of it comes from cognitive behavioral therapy or CBT. And that is something I studied through since age 16, essentially. And obviously, the cognitive distortion that David Burns talks about are the ones that are most contributed to that. And there's a one about shoulds. And so when you think about cognitive behavioral therapy, that's a treatment of choice for mood disorders, which is my... I hate the word, the people I work the most with. I don't like the word specialty. I don't like that stuff. It always brings me little yuckies when I hear that. So the people I work the most with, that's what I'm going to call it. And hopefully that makes sense. And then it also comes from the cognitive distortions that David Burns talked about. And what are cognitive distortions? I call them irrational thought patterns as a good way to kind of like make it easy. So basically it's a wrong way to think. It's a way to think and put yourself in situations where you may not be pushed to actions or doing the things that you need to do. So that's what those are. I like faulty thinking. I think that's another way of thinking about it. And I think that those are the two ways I present. When you think about those conditionals and based on the future and contingents on the past, the other thing that we tend to do with these conditionals, we look at our past to represent the future. And as we know... If I throw a coin in the air and I falls heads 50 times in a row, what is the likelihood of it falling tails? Bottom line is 50-50 still, even if it happened 50 times in a row. And the reason why is that that's what probabilities are. So when you start doing a lot of this stuff, you're starting to use your past in order to predict your future. That's not the worst thing in the world. We do need to pay attention to our past, but it cannot be the sole guide to our lives. And the other thing that I would bring up is that how living in the past prevents you from living in the present. When you think about the other stuff about the conditionals and basing how the future may be, again, you're not living in the present. One of the things that you look for through CBT and also another big passion of mine, which is Buddhism, is to live in the present. And by doing so, if you follow those principles of living in the present, those conditionals don't show up. And again, I know I said if. Are they swears all the times? I, I don't think so. Personally, I think that they're a swear, what, 95% of the time? There's always a 5%. And again, that's avoiding all or nothing thinking, which is another cognitive distortion. So we really want to work on being in the moment and being able to do so on a regular basis just helps us not use these dirty words, not condition ourselves, create more panic, create more shame, create a lot of anxiety and the fears that go with that. So this is why these are squares in my office. If you ever come in, I'll show you the sign. You know, maybe we can get a t-shirt going or something, but I hope that this was helpful. In our next episode, episode 15, 
we're going to bring back a special guest, Sergeant Jay Ball from the Framingham Police Department in Massachusetts. He is going to come back. We're going to talk about different things in regards to police. We had so many things to talk about in an hour the last time. So we figured let's do it again and bring up a couple of things that we had brought up then, as well as something called resiliency and if that's related to mental health or not and how that works. So looking forward to that. I hope that you are doing well and I will talk to you soon. 